Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with a mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with the mental illness, and of course, to normalize the mental health conversation. Welcome back, you guys. What did y'all think of last week's episode? I made up for Miss Skipping a Week Dinner. Because that episode was like two and a half hours long. And I was thinking about breaking it down like an hour and a half, an hour and a half. I was thinking about doing like a part one and part two, but it was just so good. And I was just like, you know what? I skipped the week last week, even though it was not my intention to skip a week. But, you know, life happens. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give them the full episode. So let me know what did y'all think about the episode with Crystal and I, we were so transparent about our journeys and our struggles with our body image issues of being obese, um, talking about the decision to have gastric sleeve and just really being open and honest about the things that a lot of people will not face or they tend to hide or behind their insecurities or or overcompensate to hide their insecurities rather and it is my hope that when y'all listen to this podcast that y'all see how authentic and transparent that I am because not a lot of people are doing that not a lot of people are going to tell you you know the things that's going on in their closet they're not going to introduce you to their skeleton but since I'm in a space in my life where I am really just owning my truth despite fears or anxieties or worries. I'm just like, no, this is what it is. And I find that since that I'm since I'm owning my truth, I begin to care less about what other people think about me. And it's just so freeing and just liber so liberating. And I just want to thank Crystal. She was just like she was so excited to share her story and she said that it was very freeing and liberating and I was really happy to hear that because I really want people to begin to experience the things that I talk about I experience from operating from a place of wholeness versus brokenness and like I said it's something that cannot be explained or described it can only be experienced and the only way to experience it is to do our work it was really hard for me to have that episode because I teetered with the idea of if I was going to tell anyone about the decision and what other people were going to think about me. And so let me know what y'all thought about last week's episode. And you guys also were was able to see on last week's episode the connection between our mental health and our physical health. And Crystal did a great job of really talking about how so many of the behaviors that we have and a lot of times they can be subconscious we don't realize they're contributing to the things that we see externally and it's because we're not dealing with our stuff internally 
So y'all let me know what y'all thought about last week's episode. And for this week, for the mental health news, I'm not sure if you guys heard, but last week, the Parkland, do you guys remember the Parkland shooting that happened? So there were, I believe, three survivors of the Parkland shooting. So they, of course, the shooting happened and they survived. But what happened was, of course, years later, just last week, three of them died by suicide. And I thought it was really important to talk about that because sometimes people will say things to you like, I don't know, like, you need to get over that. That happened so long ago. Like, you need to just let it go, you know, things like that. But that goes to show you how trauma and things that impact our mental health, they can linger on for years. And I'm wondering how much of that trauma of them experience this shooting, how much of it had to had to do with them deciding to end their lives. I don't know all the details about, you know, if they were diagnosed with PTSD or if they were diagnosed with depression. I don't know if they were diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, you know, if they were getting mental health treatment. I don't know any of that. But the important thing that I wanted to bring up is never allow anyone to tell you how long it should take you to get over something. As long as you're making a conscious decision every single day to work through whatever that thing is that is impacting you, is caught making you not being able to sleep or causing stress in your life, causing you to be depressed, whatever that thing is, as long as you're making strides, no matter how small, to heal, then that's that's all you can do. Because the things that impact us, the things that happen to our in our lives, they ultimately will always impact our mental and emotional health. And so I just really wanted to bring that up. Uh, if you guys want to check out the article on The Mighty, I'll be sure to leave it in the show notes so that y'all can refer t- back to it. But again, my sincere condolences, love and light to the family and friends of the Parkland of the Parkland shooting survivors who happened to die by suicide within the past week. That is really, really sad. So for this week's episode, you guys, there's a little bit of switch in the plans. Y'all know when things happen to me, I will come and tell y'all how I've dealt with it and how it impacted me and what am I doing to work through it. So that's what Another one of these episodes is going to be about y'all know I pride myself on being authentic and transparent as I possibly can. And so I really wanted to share with you something that happened to me during this past week as it pertains to my mental health. For all of you, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I've been talking about for the past few months, I am being weaned off my medication. And so it's always been a goal of mine. I've never wanted to rely on the medication for the rest of my life, but I also know that I always had it there as a buffer, as an option to help me. Here's the thing. If you listen to the podcast, you you heard me talk about how the importance of going to therapy to deal with your stuff because the medication will not deal with your issues. It'll help to alleviate and reduce some of the symptoms that you're experiencing, 
such as like a lack of motivation or unable to sleep or severe anxiety. You know, those things that tend to impact your daily life, they'll help to alleviate some of those symptoms, you know, not being able to concentrate, those things. But when you talk about getting to the root of your mental illness or getting to the root of whatever that thing is that's impacting your mental and emotional health, the medication will not do that. That's why they always say that medication and therapy goes great hand in hand. I will say this. Not every person will need medication for their mental illness. Some people choose to just go to therapy. Some people choose to take medication and go to therapy. Some people choose not to go to therapy at all. I mean, so at the end of the day, it's really up to what that person wants to do and believe is best for their treatment. I'm always going to advocate for therapy and and push for therapy Because I know that when you find the right therapist and you begin to pull back the layers and get to the root of your issues and your trauma, how much better your life can be. So I am always going to push for therapy because it is so powerful and so healing. And I think so many people, they underestimate the power of therapy. Therapy has transformed my life. I am truly living my best life. So this week... I I decided to contact a friend of mine to let them know how their comment impacted me. So one day I happened to be at the psychiatrist and I told my friend that I would I told this friend that I would call them back when I left the when I left the doctor. And so when I left the doctor, I called the person back and I was just like, oh, I just had to go to the doctor because, you know, I'm in the process of you know, being weaned off my medication. And their response was good because I didn't like that you were on that that medication anyway. So it didn't it didn't really bother me in the moment, but like as days started to progress, I started to realize that that tape was playing in my head and that it was impacting me. Now this wasn't the first time that person has said something like that to me. They said something like that maybe like two years ago maybe like two years ago but at this particular time I was not even on my medication at all I was like deciding like I don't need it I can do it but what happened was I relapsed and when I relapsed I started to like stay in the bed for days at a time and my suicidal thoughts came back and so but I didn't want to take the medication because I was like, no, I'm not, I don't want, I don't want to rely on this. I don't want to be on this. But again, I tried to do it like cold turkey. There was no weaning off process, which I would never recommend. I, I, the symptoms almost reminded me like of the flu, if that makes sense. My body was going through a severe withdrawal and it was nasty. It was, I have so much respect for people who are going through a detox when they are addicted to any substances, because that is hard. Of course, I wasn't addicted to anything, but the fact that it was not in my system and or it was leaving my system, I started to feel the effects, not just physically, but mentally. Needless to say, I wound up getting back on my medication because at that time I knew that it was something that I needed to do. Now, going back to the situation that happened with the friend. So I text the friend and I just said, hey, you know, I, I don't think that it's your intention to to hurt me or like to be 
you know, to be mean or anything about your comments in reference to medication. But I just want to let you know that it bo- that it bothers me and it's very hurtful. And so basically the person went on to say that, well, they had a suicide, they had multiple suicide attempts and they deal with depression, they dealt with depression and anxiety and they felt like their treatment team that they had, they just threw medication at them and the pharmaceutical companies don't really care about people. They just want our money and like, you know, what all of the medication does to our body. Now, here's the thing. I actually agree with the person in regards to the pharmaceutical companies. I certainly agree that the pharmaceutical companies don't really care two craps about us. And these big companies are, we know that that's been happening for years, that they're making all of these medications and making Lord knows how much money off of people being sick. So that I did not I I agreed with that piece. But the thing that the thing that really stuck out to me was when this person said to me that I was choosing to be a victim and that I'm paraphrasing the, the text messages, but simply put that since they were able to work through their depression and their anxiety overcoming suicide without medication, that everybody else can do it without medication. Now, the medication topic is very sensitive for me because I fought so long to not take it to eventually I felt like I had no choice because I was not getting better. So it made me feel like I was like weak, like, dang, what's wrong wrong with you? Again, and I mentioned this before in a previous episode, but like, what's wrong with you that you need medication to help you take a shower, to help you get up out of bed, to help you function, to to help with the suicidal thoughts. What's wrong with you? It's like you're too weak because you can't do it because someone else can do it. And so I said, well, I get that and no, I'm not, I'm not a victim. And you don't have to agree with my decision for taking medication that's that's fine i'm not upset about that but what i did get really upset and extremely hurt on is the person saying that you know i know how powerful the mind is yes i do i i do know how powerful the mind is but they said that you know how powerful the mind is and basically since they were able to get through their darkest days and their struggles with their mental health since they were able to get through it by not taking medication that Every other person in the world who has a mental illness, they don't need they don't need medication because they feel like God gave us everything that we need to to get through to get through those moments. Now, here's the thing that is interesting, because I was like, if we want to talk about, for instance, I brought up the example. I said, well, we want to talk about the pharmaceutical companies and what the medication does to our bodies. That very same argument could be applied to the food industry. I said, just because you decided not to take medication and it wasn't, it wasn't what was best for you. Don't, you know, don't shame me for making this decision because that's how I felt. I felt shamed and I was actually very hurt. And y'all know, I'm going to be honest. Yes. I cried like twice (laughs) that particular day because it was, it was, it was just very hurtful. And so 
I said, if you want to, if we want to talk about what the pharmaceutical companies are doing, you know, the whole in the doctors and how they're working together. Now, of course, we know that that's happening, but that's not every single doctor. Every single doctor is not just worried about pushing medication to their patients. That's not every doctor. The doctors that I work with, they started me off with the lowest dosage as possible. And I stayed at the at a very low dose the entire time that I've been on my medication. And I've always been advocating for myself. And I said, well, what do you say to the person who needs medication for the rest of their lives? But they're like, well, I don't think people need medication for the rest of their lives if they just change their diets, if they just change their their mindset about things. And I do believe that statement to be partly true. But going back to what I was saying, that same example can be applied to the food industry. We know that they, the pesticides and the the chemicals that they inject in the meat and all of that, that stuff has shown to be linked to so many illnesses such as cancer. But this person eats meat, right? You don't see me walking around telling other people, if you eat meat, you know, I don't agree with you eating meat and you're eating that meat, you're going to get cancer and you're going to die early. No, because that's not my place to say that. If someone happens to ask me, oh, Takiya, why did you stop eating meat? I'll let them know my reasons behind it. But what I also will not do, I will never shame someone. If I'm going out to eat with my friends and, you know, my friends happen to eat meat, I'm not going to shame them for that's their life. That's what they decide to do. And that's how I felt. I felt like I was being shamed for a decision and I was told that I was being a victim and imply that I was being weak because I couldn't do it without the medication. Do y'all know how, first of all, how hard it is to actually do the work in therapy? And I've made it clear to the person. I said, let's be clear. The medication did not do the work. I did my work in therapy and I continue to do my work. I thought it was really important to talk about this because that is the thing that perpetuates the stigma. That is the thing that make people feel bad for having a mental illness and then for taking medication for their mental illness. There is a spectrum of mental, when you think about mental illness. I work on a research project that I talk about and I'll definitely, we'll have another episode where I'll go into more about that, but I work on a mental health research project and I work with clients who have co-occurring. So basically what co-occurring is, they struggle with a drug or substance use disorder, but they also have a mental illness as well. So they can have schizophrenia, but then also be struggling with an addiction to alcohol. And, you know, for some people, the clients that I work with, they choose, they they take their medication so it could stop them from hearing voices. I work with some clients who, who accidentally poop on themselves. So, though, you know, those the clients that I work with, they do rely on their meds to help them to stay balanced. And you cannot compare your experience and say that it's the only way to recover from a mental illness because there are multiple pathways to recovery. If people struggle with drug and or substance use disorders, what they would do, there is a treatment that's called harm reduction which if I can't get into all the details about harm reduction, but just Google harm reduction and a lot of stuff will pop up. Some people choose to do that. Some people to do, 
You know, some people choose to do cold turkey. Some people choose, you know, like there are so many different ways to recover from a mental illness or a drug or substance use disorder. There's no one particular way. So we cannot deem our way of recovery as the only way and say that everyone else is doing it wrong. That's like me. That's like I have friend of you know friends who have bipolar disorder and they want to take medication for the rest of their lives. I cannot go to my my friend and say, you know, well, I'm getting weaned off my medication, so you need to get off weaned off your medication too because you know and you know give all of that. Unless my friend comes to me and asks me and says, "Kia, you know why why did you decide to get weaned off your medication and what are you doing to help you manage your depression and things like that?" Then yes, I, I will I will share, but I'm not gonna judge or make my friend feel bad for continuing to be on medication or wanting to be or feeling as though them being on medication for the rest of their lives is what's best for them. That's what I had a problem with. I had a problem with the person saying that their way was the only way, and it felt it. I can't even explain how bad that hurt. Like. It was, it hurt so bad. Not only did I cry the day that I was explaining to the person how this impacted me, I had to talk about it in therapy. And my therapist brought up a really great point. She said, because this person had a bad experience um, and maybe their experience wasn't the best. And based upon the things that people may have told this particular person that they're operating from a scarred place. So then they're projecting that onto everyone else about this particular this particular situation so again like I said if you choose to not take medication that is completely fine do you boo boo whatever works best for you and if you choose to take medication that's fine too do whatever works for you if you choose a holistic route and just only use it essential oils and prayer and meditation do you boo boo like for real whatever works for you do that but the thing is don't compare your journey to someone else and don't deem your recovery as the recovery that's what we cannot do because when we do that you you shame people and uh, allow people to feel guilty because of their decision that they've made and so I said, it's the same thing. You can apply the, 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 the ethic issue with the pharmaceutical company. You can apply it to the retail industry, how people and, you know, who work in the retail industry, how they have people in, you know, these third world countries who are making our clothes and our electronic devices. And they're basically getting paid pennies, but we're buying them and we're making all the money. So we're contributing to the ecosystem or the lack of the ecosystem in these countries and these people are basically sometimes working in sweatshops and things like that. So I felt like the example that this person gave me as far as the pharmaceutical company, that it could have applied to anything. And I said, you know, like I said, this person chose to eat meat. I said, you know, I could have said, judge them and say, but I didn't because the thing is, I respect people's decision to do whatever it is that they think is best for them. We're all on our journey and what works for one person may not work for the next person and that's okay. But what I will not do 
And what I will not allow people in my circle to do is to shame someone for the decision that they made that they thought was best for them. That's what we're not going to do. And that was, again, like I said, that was very hurtful. And I think the thing is, the reason I wanted to bring this up, because I also want to ask you, is there something in your life that you're still scarred from or broken from or based off of someone what some what someone has told you are you projecting and operating from that broken place or that scarred place what is it it could be anything it could be a past relationship it could be maybe you were molested by a relative or a friend or like maybe someone lied to you and they betrayed you it could be anything maybe you don't trust people because of how you've been treated in the past and so you're projecting that onto other relationships and to other people like a lot of us have areas that that are broken and that need healing in our lives i was okay with this situation to agree to disagree as far as the person choosing again not to take medication but you know, to say base simply put that I, you know, I just needed to pull up my bootstraps and just make it through it was that was a bit insensitive and it was rude. And not to mention, it discredited all of my hard work that I put into therapy. Y'all, if y'all knew how hard I had been working in therapy, I have been working, excuse my French, my ass off. I have been setting boundaries. I have been identifying what my triggers are. I have been creating healthy habits. I have been practicing self-care. I have been realizing the things from my childhood that have transpired into my adult life and how I had to and how I had to unlearn things in order to live a better life. There's so much stuff that I have done in therapy that for one, I can't even take the I can't take this episode to talk about all of that. But the thing is, I see a trans a progression in my life. I see, I literally have watched myself transform into the best version of myself possible. And it feels so freaking amazing. It feels so amazing. But I wanted to be, I want to be clear again that the medication did not do that. I did that. And so while yes, I'm in the process of being weaned off my medication, it has always been the goal of mine. There is no shame. And no guilt that I have that, God forbid, if I was to have a relapse and I needed the medication again, guess what I would do? I would go right ahead and get it. It is my hope and it is my prayer to God that I do not have to take the medication again. But life happens and I know that it will be there as a support if I should need it. So what is the thing for you? What are you doing for your recovery in regards to your mental health? If you struggle from severe anxiety, how are you coping with that? And so the thing is, I remember having the conversation with this particular person. They were talking about how, you know, they use marijuana to help with their anxiety. Here's the thing. I'm not against marijuana. I'm not against any herbs or anything like that. I have been on a holistic journey. As y'all have known, I've said that I have not been eating meat. I no longer use products that have um, animals or any chemicals in it. I try to get the products that I use, whether it's cleaning products or products for my hair, my skin, 
I do my best to get products that are, if they can't be 100% natural and organic, as close to it as possible, and to get them to be plant-based. So, because I realized how those chemicals have been linked to like breast cancer and so many other issues. So, I have certainly been on a holistic journey, but my holistic journey may not look like the next person, and that's okay. You know? I'm transitioning. My goal is by the end of the year is to be a vegan. I'm not comparing myself to someone else who may be complete. They may be vegan already and I'm not. So it's a journey for me and I don't compare my life or compare my journey to the next person because at the end of the day, we don't know everyone's everyone's genetic makeup and our brain Chemistry and our brain function, it's all different. It's all different. Just because you have a mental illness and you take medication, let me tell y'all, it does not make you weak. It does not make you weak. It actually makes you strong because you we have to humble ourselves and admit that, wow, I actually need help. Because I talk about how watching my mom be verbally and physically abused and my dad being in and out of jail, how that has impacted me growing up. And quite frankly, a lot of that is linked to the depression. So I really had to get to the point of, you know what? This is very hurtful. And the fact that this person thinks that they are encouraging me in some weird way or thinking that or saying that I'm choosing to be a victim then I was like, okay, maybe I maybe I need some space. Maybe that's not someone I need I need to have in my circle. Because now I'm being judged for a decision that I made just because you don't agree with it. We all can have people in our lives who disagree. We can we don't have to agree on every single thing. That's fine. There's things that my mom do that I don't agree with. There's things that I do that people don't agree with. And that's fine. We can agree to disagree and we can respect each other's decision. But what we can't do is shame people. Nah, not happening. That's what we cannot do. I told, I was talking to my another friend about the situation. And I said, it is my hope that if I ever say anything to offend somebody, if I ever say something that, yeah, if I ever say anything to offend someone or to make someone feel some type of way, that they will pull me to the side and let me know and say, you know, Kia, when you said this, it made me feel like this. And I would apologize and say, you know what? I never thought about it that way. And I may not agree with the situation or the whatever it is that they're bringing to my attention. But I can see how I can, I'm open to looking at another perspective. And, I'm, and I'll say that I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize that I offended you. And I can see how looking at it at a certain way or my or looking at it in my way may have offended you or the things that I have said and I may not agree with you but I respect your decision and I respect you as a person and I'm not going to condemn you or shame you that's the difference and I hope y'all see that so for me it was something that this episode wasn't even really like planned as an episode for this week but I was like, I need to talk about this because this thing hurt your girl to the core. I was taking a training, y'all. And while I was taking the training, I like started, I like started crying a little bit. 
I, I was like, I was in class and I could barely concentrate because the entire time I was thinking about how I felt ashamed and how I felt weak for needing the medication. And if my therapist will tell y'all how long I fought to not take that medication. And then once I got into the hospital, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to try something because what I was doing was not working. This episode is more so to just bring awareness. It's less about it's less about the person and you know unfortunately what transpired, but it's more of it's the principle of it. It's ask yourself, are you doing are you saying anything to someone from a scarred place and are you shaming someone because you disagree with their decision? Like I said, it's okay to disagree with someone, but not to shame them and condemn them. It's more so, like I said, to bring awareness and just to let other people know that y'all not alone. You're not in this in this space by yourself. If you find that medication works for you, go right. Do what's best for you. If you find that, no, you know what? That's not for me. I'm going to take other measures to focus on my mental health because there are so many different forms of treatment a lot too many to name and I'm pretty sure I don't even know all of them but if you choose not to take medication that's okay too it's okay it really is but whatever decision you make stand firm in it and be proud of your decision but don't shame someone else for their decision so that's really simply what it is that I wanted to share with you all I really want to just thank you all for giving me the opportunity to share, for listening to the podcast week after week, for your messages, for just the things that y'all tell me, like the messages that I get on social media, like, wow, like I'm tearing just thinking about it because I, I don't take this platform for, I don't take this, having this platform lightly. Because I realized that one, you can be listening to any podcast out of the thousands or millions of podcasts that are out there, but you find value in, in what it is that I have to say, but that it supports you in your mental well-being. It is my hope and my desire that people can get to a place of being healed in their mental health and, and, and do that in whatever route that they choose is best for them. And if if one thing doesn't work for you, then you move on to the next thing. If that doesn't work for you, then you move on to the next thing. And that's okay. You may have to go through a few therapists before you find the one. If you take medication, you may have to cycle through a few medications before you find the one. You may, if you use an essential oil, you may have to cycle through a few essential oils to see which one works best for you. You know, so I think for me, y'all, I'm really sitting here crying. (laughs) I think for me is it is my desire that my transparency and the, the things that I experience in my life currently or the things that I have experienced in my past, that I share it with you in a way that is relatable and that will encourage you to work on your healing. Also, you guys, I want to a huge thank you. I spoke at the Let's Talk Summit on Sunday and I really talked about 
peeling the layers back and addressing those places in our lives that we tend to hide and overcompensate and sharing my story of being a suicide survivor and how I've worked toward healing and really questioning the attendees and challenging them to think about how they're taking care of their mental health or if they're not taking care of their mental health. So that was super dope. And I just want to thank the awesome nonprofit Pickney Foundation for having me as one of the speakers. That was truly, truly a blessing. You all, I have a few things coming down the pipeline and I will keep y'all updated on them so you can know the things that I'm working on. The book, I will get a date. Once I get the book back from the editor and then like I go through it and read and reading it, I'll give you guys a date exactly. I have a date in mind but I don't want to say it right now just in case that date doesn't go through but it will definitely be out in May so stay tuned for that. I have a few speaking engagements that's coming up but I have to see if I don't know if they're all open to the public that's the thing and they're all based in the the DC Maryland Virginia area so I will let you all know because if it's not open to the public then I don't want to announce it because then y'all gonna be like, why she tell us that we can't even come? So, but I, but I will let you guys know that I'm actually traveling. I'll be traveling the next few months. So this month I will be in New York and I will also be in Atlanta. So if you're in the New York area or the Atlanta area, I will be there this month. Maybe we, I could try to do a meetup or something with you guys if you happen to be in that area. But again, just let me know. I'm I'm all for, I'm open for ideas. If that's something that y'all want to do, I would love to meet you guys and give you lots of hugs and all that good stuff. But that's it for this week's episode. I It is my prayer that you guys got something out of this. It wasn't something that I... Like I said, I plan to do an episode on this. I had something else that I was going to release for this week, but I decided to hold it back till next Monday. And I thought it was just important to talk about it because I talk about it in in real time as I'm actually working through it. So let me let me know, like, have you had experience like that with someone you felt like someone was shaming you for a decision that you made because they didn't agree with it? Like, if you've had that experience, let me know how that, what that has been like for you and what you've done to work through it. You know, I'm still working through it. And what I did, of course, I just went to therapy to talk about it. And my therapist made me look at it in a different light and say, like, you know, this person, it seems as if this person is operating from a scarred place based on their experience. And that's that's okay. That's, you know, where you know, where they are. But again, like I said, it's one thing to disagree with someone. That's fine. But it's another thing to disagree and shame. That's the shaming part. That's where I had, I had the issue with. So y'all let me know. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know if you had any similar experiences. I would love to know. And y'all pray for a girl as she continues to work through this because it it is very hard. Um, it, it, it's it stung. I guess that's the best way to put it. It definitely, definitely stung. And um, it, it was, yeah, 
and it still stings a little, but it, it's getting better. And so you all have a blessed week. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll talk to you next week. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health. But please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.